Chelsea Tips, weekend preview time. Daggy and Beaver are with you to get stuck into Caulfield. We've got the Blue Diamond Stakes Day there. We've got Rose Hill happening with the Hobartville and... No, that's the feature, the Hobartville. And the, the next lot of slipper lead-ups. Just saying off air, it's some tricky business this weekend. Yeah, it looks to be that way, Matt. Uh, welcome and uh, happy to be uh, chatting with you again, Daggy, for our weekend show uh, before we get into it. But yeah, it looks to be a bit tricky, um, some of the races, and uh, thought the thought the fields were possibly a little bit light on quality in, in some way, shape and form. So um, nonetheless, um, hopefully that makes it easier to find a winner. I agree. We'll um, I'll, I'll bag the, the races as we go, I suppose, instead of picking them out now, but... Uh, let's start at Caulfield. It does have the four group ones. The f- rail is in the four-metre position. Good track. No irrigation today. Apparently, it's all in magnificent order, so cool. I think it'll just play as Caulfield should. Uh, you're always a little bit wary about inside bias, but I'm could treat it, can only treat it as fair for this. And we start off with uh, any thoughts on the rail or the track? Just treated it as normal. Just treat it as normal. Um, I don't think you want to be getting too far back at Caulfield like uh, as per normal. 2,000 metres kicks us off. Uh, open handicap, and we start the day with a couple of class runners, but a race bereft of any pace is my biggest concern. How are you starting off here? Yeah, it's a bit that way, but I still think that the main two in the market in Dunkel and Glantanius uh, hold the key here. I just can't see anything outside of those two uh, winning. Um, and I think, you know, I kind of looked at it here and just, just before we came on air here and I thought, oh, you could nearly back both of them, split your bet 50-50 and you'll make 50-60% on your money when yeah. one of them wins. Um, so that was a it's kind of an interesting play or you could just sort of split it uh, 75-25 and uh, chop it out that way. Um I've gone for Glentanius, uh, just like the, just just think it's um, progressive type. Dunkel's a, a good up and comer. I think the five and a half kilo weight pull um, suits me there. Um, there's not a lot between their struck match between them. Obviously, pace and, and luck in running will be key. But I've just leaning slightly towards Glentanius. Yeah, same thing. Um, I don't have a lot to add. I, I've given Flash Feeling the next best spot just because I think it, le- it pulled its head off. Last time out, and I think Jamie Carr going on it, it has to lead. If it doesn't lead, it's it's no chance in this race. If it does lead, I think I do think it's a chance because we see her so often these are just walkers races and the leader gets away with it. Yep. Um, do I want to tip it on top? No, but I, I think it's a live chance. I've gone the same way, Glentanius. I think they, they worked it out once it got out past the 2,400 last time out. Um, it looked great. Big winner of the St. Ledger, freshened up back to you – know, and back to 2,000, maybe concerned, but the trial was fine. I'm going to lean with it. Damien Lane I've found throughout the afternoon as uh, no shocks there. So it on top, uh, you've covered off the, the major reasons to get to six kilo swing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I agree. If you're going to play this way, just trying to, you know, get your your money back covering the two, I would absolutely you'll dare say that's what I'll be doing. Put it that way. Uh, the second is a good little bench, well, an interesting benchmark, 84, 1,100 metres. And we've lost Miss Icelandic, who's going over to Adelaide, where it will win. Um, spoilers there. I'll tip that later on. Tricky race, because <laughs> I've decided to go away from the lead-up, which because I almost thought Kin was the best run that lead-up, and it just doesn't win. So I've, I'm going to have something fresh here, double figures on Von Hawk. I think it never got a good ride all last prep. Uh, it 
now resuming with D-Lane inside gate, and I know it's it on paper is a, a longer-distance horse, but 1,100 metres coming in here very fresh, I think maybe can run you a race. Uh, so I'm going to find out, just because I struggled so much to, to split the rest of them. I do think Baldino is going really well. Nice freshen up. And we'll be the on-pacer in the race now with uh, I Miss Icelandic coming out. I'm going to make that the main danger at nine bucks. Uh, if you were to tip Midtown Boss, which I assume you're going to beaver, um, fair enough. What, what are you thinking? Yeah, I am tipping Midtown Boss. I don't think this is as tricky as what it may look when you first look at it. Um, Midtown Boss, uh, third up here. So that's perfect. The, the eight draw, I think it can sit one out, one back here. Um, it had... It was exposed um, early last start where it sort of had to come in, head it up and um, get out early. And Raymond Maginero was the sitting shot there and just got over the top of it. And it is flying. It's no, it's think, a better horse than probably I gave it credit for the wind at Raymond Maginero. I know you've been, been with it, but it's a good horse. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a really impressive run and, and showed its quality. And I just thought uh, Midtown Boss was the sitting shot there. Um, it'll be further improved there. And I just don't think um, there's any raise in this. And I th- think it was only just pipped there at the end. So I think this sets up nicely for it. I just, I can't see them being beaten, to be honest. $3, good price. Yeah, all fair, fair commentary. The Angus Armanesco is next, group two for the Phillies, over 1,400 metres. Uh, and this is clearly best horse here, isn't it? Number two, Autumn Angel. I Went up and down here, and it's a proper line chaser. It's, yeah, beat Tropical Squall at 2000 last time in, but before that, was very close to Griff, ran really well in that race. Uh, and this is a midweek race, uh, realistically. I know there's lightly raced up and comers here, and, and they scare me a little bit. Rocking the boat, I'm going to make the danger. Uh, one start for an impressive win, but um, realistically, this has the guts to its form. I'm going to go with it. I do think Harlow Miss coming down. Uh, fresh 1400 is always interesting with those um, sergeant uh, staying fillies. Uh, we nearly got the money on one the other week. I've just forgotten. But anyway, Autumn Angel on top. I think it's hard to beat. My best of the day. Yeah, I concur with you there. I think Autumn Angel um, going back through form line last prep um, should be really hard to beat here. As long as it doesn't get too far out of the ground and there's enough pace on here, it's never been out of the placings. And this sits up lovely, as you said. Um it should probably win better quality races than this. This is a pretty uh, low quality group too. The fourth is the Zedib Stakes, 1,200 metres, three-year-old boys this time. Who have you come up with? Yeah, interesting race here. I've stuck with Brave Me because I just thought that first up win um, might be this horse now to turn the corner. I mean, it had good good form prior to the in last prep but probably expected to win a few more races. I think now that it's broken through, I think it's going to be super, super hard to beat in this. I've got it on top and clear on top pick here. Gate 11 is not ideal, but um, hopefully it can get across and uh, it can dictate terms here. Uh, hardest to beat, Ma Haraba, resuming from the Beg stable. I think he can run well fresh and um, had some good runs last time in behind the likes of Archo Nacho. So yep. uh, main danger. Brave Me clear on top as well. I came up with Brave Me too. I, I, lo- I love the sustained speed it showed first up. It's going to be fitter for that. Uh, as you said, I think the Penny, not that it runs many bad races, but I think the Penny's dropped if it if it can race like that. It's going to win lots of races and uh, maintain that. So if it crosses here, I don't, I don't know if Hello World will necessarily want to 
take up the lead and keep it out. But if it doesn't, I think Brave Mead's on top. You're right there. Yep. Need a Claritone or something. Uh, you. Yes. Are, um, it's on top. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to beat. Uh, I made the danger pivot city who uh, never ever got a crack first up at the valley. Uh, was jog trotting behind him. You go back to last prep at a, a lovely wind and went to town where it started four dollars. Um, against a few of these and um, just never really got into that race. Uh, it's come back in good order. I think it has plenty of upside at $9. We'll make that the danger. The fifth is the Autumn Classic, another one for the three-year-olds, 1,800 metres. Uh, up-and-comers here as well, looking for fresh bloods. I started out thinking I was just going to almost declare immediacy, but, geez, United Kingdom was impressive debutant. Um has since gone and trialled against Gold Trip and trialled really well there. D-Lane again. It's going to roll across. Uh, it won't roll across. It's going to drag back on my maps upside down. It's going to sit back and wind them up. It did lead up a trial. Um, big, strong, our man's all cult. I, I like the look of it. It's on top for me from Immediacy, who looked gone about the 400 last time out and then only got going in the last 200 and rounded up that field well. Uh, the stable have a... Derby contender each year, and I suggest this is probably another one. So nine from two, other bits and pieces, lightly race horses. Interesting to watch and learn, but uh, what have you made of this? You mean eight from two? Um, there, what did I've I say? Gone, yeah, eight. You said nine. Yeah, sorry. Um, I've gone for United Kingdom as well. Uh, for all the reasons you said, I love the way it hit the line first up. That was a – that was uh, – well fancied, uh, wound up and put paid to him fairly quickly there. Gets an extra 300 here. I think we'll be winding up again here and I'm keen to see how good this uh, this one is. And so I've got it on top and I think around the $5 marks, the best value in the race at the moment. Beautiful. We've got the next two group, uh, well, this is group two. We've got the wait for age races up next. And honestly, what the state of these wait for age races is disgraceful at the moment. These fields are terrible. Um, the futurity is a joke. Uh, we'll get to that in a sec. But uh, how do you how do you line up this race? El Soliato can run a place here at two dollars fifty because it'd be the sole leader. It's um, who do you like? I'll let you go, but then I'll rage. Uh, you were pretty much right on the money with the quality of the race. For that reason, I just can't go past Gold Trip. Yeah, um, it's just by far and above the best horse in this race. Um, and it only has to be near eighty percent to win this. Um, we know it, we know it can run well. F- it's never won first up. That's the only thing. Um, it's only won three races, but it has finished six placings out of uh, eight when it is first up. Um, it should be winning this um, if it's going to do anything in this preparation. Um, again, just its win strike rate always is a bit of concern with Gold Trip, but uh, should be getting its you know. For a horse that's only won three races, $7 million, um, should be getting its fourth win here. Yeah, I just, you, I thought out, set out to think, okay, you know, back and wound up fresh and we'll run home into a place. But when you look at the fact that it's last two 2,000 metre runs, it was that had that unlucky run in the Cox Plate and then smashed Romantic Warrior at Fleming, or vice versa, before that smashed Romantic Warrior. Uh, it, even if they jog, it's got the best turn of foot. So the more I've thought about it, the more I think it'll win. Uh I went looking for Campanessa, but like end of the day, it's just gutless New Zealand Phillies form. I, I, mm. I, I thought, you know, this is a proper horse and I don't know if it wins fair enough, but um, I couldn't come up with anything else. I, I hope, I hope last time Foxy Cleopatra would have gone forward. It didn't. 
blah, blah, blah. I can bag the rest, so I've just left the favourite. It'll probably win. Uh, this next is 1,400-metre group one Futurity Stakes. Wait for age again. Mr. Brightside's going to win. Everyone's going to rave about it. This race stinks. Uh, I don't think to say. This race stinks. Uh, everyone's going to rave about it. Mr. Brightside wins. Yeah. Cool. This eighth, at least we've got a couple of good races now. The feature is the 1,200-metre group one Blue Diamond Stakes, uh, in which we tipped Artorias a couple of years ago. One of our better results on the show, actually. Uh, but it uh, this is a good race. Uh, Gay's lobbed one down here just to make it interesting. I see money's come for Coleman. Um, do you want to talk about a proper race now? Yeah, off you go. Okay. Uh, I'm tipping Gay. I've come up with uh, that she sent the one of her army down here. It's going to roll forward. Uh, you know, she's going to steamroll along and make it very hard for anyone to get past. So f- putting it on top officially, I'm going to cover a few at a price though. Um, I may even back them each way, not back gazing when I think about this. First is Matisse, whose 20s uh, hasn't drawn a gate or prep, has hit the line 1,000 metres, 1,100 metres beautifully. I think gate one can just lurk along on the inside. We'll need some luck. Might be three the pegs, but at 20s, happy to find out. I'm also going to have something on Traffic Warden. I think a big field, it's swooping, puts it in the game and had some interest in, um, and if I'm backing that, I guess Fearless has to be thought about here. At 35 bucks as well, Mickey D for the Snowdens. Uh, if you had backed, like I had High Octane last time out, that was a complete barrier trial, and it would not surprise me being in a finish here. So, and I've mentioned a few at a price, uh, but for the sake of on pay, I mean, if I'm putting these in some order, I'm going to go Gladiator Camelot from High Octane, but I'm quite keen, at least uh, in the quarter, if not in a first four, to play those ones at value, because I think there could be some improvement we're not seeing. Uh, excited to see the race, though. Uh, it doesn't end there. Who have you come up with? Yeah, you're right. I think, you know, these races, um, you've got to look at upside and which horses have got some further improvement out of them um, on the, la- the last couple of starts. And, like, I couldn't go past Coleman. Yeah, I just thought enough. that first yep. run was outstanding. Uh, won its first race start very comfortably as... Um, and then came out last start, and when it hit the go button, that acceleration I thought was um, outstanding. Um, perfect gate it just, too. It's yes. got the perfect gate here, and if if it accelerates like that again, it's going to be fitter. Um, you know, it sort of sat second chasing, and it was like bang, it was all over in a twinkling, and it put it put a space on them. It was only a small field, um, so there was a few more horses here to contend with. But I, I kind of look at a lot of these down in. Um, the market and some of them have got wide jaws. I just can't see them challenging. The main dangers I did have is high octane. I thought that was, mm. um, you're right, I thought that was a lot to like about it. It's only a couple of starts. And I thought there might be some improvement in the 14, Kuro Yangagi from mm-hmm. coming over from South Australia. Um, just thought it might have some upside to it and gets the right drawing gate too. So um, could be one to watch around the $15 mark. So that was sort of the three I liked, but so uh, Coleman for me. Great, great race, though. Like, I know we've been a bit negative, yep. but really excited to see it. Uh, the next is the other Oakley, the other group one, the Oakley Plate, group one level. Uh, they always fly along in this, and this is a very, very interesting race, too. Uh, you found Uncommon James here last year at nearly double figures for us. Uh, who do you like here this time around? Yeah, I like a few here. I've gone for Benedetta, resuming. Yes. 
Um, I think it's going to be super hard to beat a really good speedster here. Um, goes well first up, but I love last campaign when it's uh, when it finished fourth in the Silver Eagle. I think it's going to have come on from that uh, one first up Flemington last time in, uh, showing that it's packed with potential. I like the 53 kilos. I like the five gate. And I think everything points in its favour to run a really good race first up. I think As4 is going to be the hardest to beat. Um, I know it got run down last start, but again, it was probably the sitting shot again in that race. Um, got to the front, didn't have a lot of luck from that. Gate 11 here is a little bit trickier, but I think it'll just have to sit and hold as long as it can before it lets down and um, makes it run. So I think it's going to be super hard to beat. And I think it's got a lot of improvement. And I think I think you can't go past uh, Ray Maginero as well. I think he can run another huge race. I think gate 12 suits it probably gets on the back of something like Asphora if it can, and um, it may produce at the end with a really light weight. So those are the three I was looking at. Yeah, I agree. Um, Bernadette is one of mine as well. I, I looked at the race similarly, and I'm excited, and you've done the same thing. I, I'm keen to bet against King's Gambit because I feel like once a blowtorch is on, we're, it's going to pop and we can, um, we've got 25% of the market to, to not worry about. Uh, Benedetta, just will probably map in the perfect spot. Plenty of pace. It's just going to be the, you know, lurking behind the speed. And uh, at some point we'll look the winner. I thought Callus's resumption was fantastic uh, against most of these key rivals. Just needs to pull out. We need to be able to see them run on, but could wind them, uh, round them up, similar to how, I guess, Warham did all those years ago, but can wind... Uh, come down the outside and catch some of these tied sprinters if there is a heap of pace. Uh, and Skewiff interests me from uh, just super fresh, doing nothing in the run, uh, grabbing some leaders late. Uh, was heavily backed every start last prep, and I, th- I think it's got some talent, so might just be the knockout in this. But uh, super, uh, again, interest to see how Ray, ma- uh, Ray matches up here at a decent price, a horse like Shagripa coming off a, a demolition job could uh, match up as well. So great little sprint race they've put together. Um, thumbs up for them. 400 metre mannerism stakes takes us home uh, for the mares. And I wanted to be against this, but I've ended up just deciding Vagrant's absolutely flying. You know, last three wins has had lots of favours, but has done a very, very good job. Gets gate one again, just going to camp there. Uh, has a great turn of foot. Gets D Lane, who's in for a big day. And uh, it's on top. You're getting still getting an each-way price. Uh, Revolutionary Miss, you know what you get every time. It's going to just put itself right in the box seat. Uh, anything goes wrong, it'll win. And a race like this, from my quality, this is a race where a horse like Vizia could knock out, just back up in grade, down in weight, um, with pace on, it might just find itself in front and uh, blow around the quaddy. So it's at least going in my quaddy um, to wrap up the day. But what are you thinking? I've gone the same, Vagrant. I think it's a perfect setup here. I think Gate One's, you know, it's um, tracked along Penthouse and sort of sat in behind Penthouse there behind the lead and then just got the split and exploded past. Um, I think that sets up nicely for this as well. I think it might get a very similar run here. And um, you're right, it's flying at the moment. And I think it's going to be hardest to beat. I thought around the $556 mark was, was a good way to play the last race of the day. Awesome. Uh, let's hear Quaddy for Blue Diamond Stakes Day. Yeah, starting off in race seven, the first leg. I'm just going Mr. Brightside, one out. Um, to kick off the day and keep it nice and skinny. 
uh, when we get to the second leg, I'm going to go number four, Coleman, number 13, Lady Camelot, number eight, High Octane, number 14, Koryanagi, uh, and number 10, Fearless. When we get to race nine, which is the third leg, I'm going number two, Asphora, number eight, Benedetta, number 14, Ray Adjniero, and number one, Kalos. And to finish the day, I'm going number one, Revolutionary Miss, number four, Vagrant, number six, Party for One, and number nine, Vasilia. Uh, 50s one in the quaddy. I love it, Beaver. Good from you. Yeah, something wide finish the day when we've gone one out in the first leg. Lovely. Uh, my best. I'm going to make it race three, number two, Autumn Angel. My value, let's go, we've, all the ones we've spoken about are a nice price in those features, but we'll go race nine, number one, Kalos. And I think Matisse in the Blue Diamond at 15 bucks might be a sneaky there. What do you like? Uh, race two, number seven, Midtown Boss uh, is my best on the day. My value comes up in the last. Race 10 at number four, Vagrant. I think that's overs. Perfect. Uh, let's head up to Rose Hill for an in- a very tricky card, but an interesting card nonetheless to discuss. We've got uh, a soft seven at the moment, warm day today. We've had 50 mil rain this week. We'll see what I've given up predicting Sydney weather, but I'm going to say rail true. It plays dead and hopefully even, but depending on whether we get a storm or not this afternoon is probably the key. Uh, we kick off with a midway. Heaven help us here. Benchmark 74, midway 1,500 metres. And I was, well, tipped glad to think so resuming at a price. Uh, I thought that was a fantastic resumption with a senior jockey. Probably wins for us. But now Molly Burke, third defence in a race like this leaves me less excited. I'm putting on top with one eye closed, but tricky way to start the day. Electrica, really good return at Canterbury. If it turns up here, no jockey booked yet, so... But if it turns up here second up, I think at 15 bucks it's overs. Next best fare is the rain's going to lead. That was a pretty good resumption too. Uh, and it does no harm to be the first leader at Rose Hill. How have you seen this midway? Yeah, I'm not going to waste as much oxygen as you. I've just gone for number one, Electrica. I think it presents good value in an open race. Highway up next, class three, 1,400 metres. Anything here? A uh, tricky little race. I wasn't getting all that excited by it, but I went for number two, Belvedere Boys, just with the Rewilla done combination. Third up, one at Doom, then came here. It wasn't disgraced last start. I think it probably gets a better run here. Flew home last start. Um, hard to beat. Uh, I like Vino Last down here at a price. I thought it was a good resumption there at Warwick Farm. Chase just got nabbed by Super Bright up the fence. Uh, leads this, which again no, no no disadvantage, and around nine bucks going to put it on pass oh, on top. Owner cover Belvedere boys uh, snagged right back. Only got going late. I think extra distance and Nash are obviously big ticks, and would not shock me at all. Um, so they're the two key ones there. The third, eleven hundred meter benchmark seventy eight, uh, a cracking little seven and actually where you could make a case for probably all of these. Can you make a case for one on top, though? Yeah, I'm going to go for number two. She's an A-lister. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to suggest it can win four straight here and continue on its winning way. I love the way it's chasing um, lately. Uh, Big Tintuki, which has got ability 
um, and ran it down last start in a tight finish. I think Dipsy Doodle might go quick and it might just get the sitting shot here and um, might be too good at the end. Uh, main danger of the resuming ballroom Bella. I think it can run nicely first up. I'm going she's an A-lister as well. Just a real line chaser. Gets to camp right behind what should be a strong pace. I don't think Dipsy Doodle goes as fast as uh, with J-Mac on as it did last time, but that was a, actually a very strong run first up given the work it did. So... Um, I'll make it the danger. Boring Bella scares me. Bandy's Blue scares me. Shadows of Love scares me. So, uh, yeah, she's an A-lister predominantly. If you can get each way it, um, that probably would be the only bet. 1,100 metres, silver slipper stakes. Uh, and a racing two for me, gay and gay. Uh, leading up, I'm putting Espionage on top. Very nice debut winner. It's sat for wide beat the other Hope here, who obviously has since come back and kicked on. Uh, Nash has trialled it both times. Nash is on it here suggesting it, it could well be Nash's slipper horse. So uh, stalking this straight, uh, stalking the leader, I think it gets a job done. But um, if straight charge leads and holds on, I wouldn't fall off my fall off my perch. Anything to add? I'm just going to flip and go the other way. Yeah. Just because you went that way. Okay, cool. It's not a bad way to bet, to be honest. <laughs> I've found that out before. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else? All right, good. Uh, the 1,900-metre <laughs> Parramatta Cup the listed race is up next. I'll let you tip in this one. There you go. Thank you, Matt. Uh, I'm going to go for number 13, Zenzella here, uh, working up to another win here. Um, comes off a bit of a freshen up. But this last start, finished third behind So United, but they went across the line together there at the Gold Coast. I think he just gets six draws uh, nicely. The fresh number, I think, suits. Trolled well back here. Gets a little bit of relief from the weight last start when they met, and I've got it on top. Um, thought the prices might be a little bit closer, but um, we'll see on the day. You might get you I might think get you get better. better. I think you get better. I uh, love the trial since the Gold Coast. Um, the trial in Sydney, flew around there. It's on top for me. I won't add much more. Uh, I do want to look at Calipore, Stroke of Luck, and Almania in my early quarter. I think all the big prices and all can run well here. Um, but I'm not going to waffle on about all the chances. 1,400 metre, benchmark 100. Just for something different. Uh, what am I doing here? Uh, I still, I'm still a bit sucked in by that trial from Wellwall down south a couple of weeks ago. And if it actually runs, if it actually ever gets the races ever again, um, I'll have something, something on at 15 bucks here. Um, in the hope it is a top horse. Let's find out um, of the ones that are likely to turn up. Though I'm going to put Kinlock on top. Uh, he's flying. Went back and rounded him up for us at a big price. First up, went to the Gold Coast, smashed him. Comes back here. Nash jumps back on. As long as the track is playing fair, I think he can do it again. Um, from Marquez, who you know did everything rice chasing last time out. We're better for that. And is the other danger. Um, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'm going to go for a robuster um, here. I like the way it's going at the moment. McDonald Wallet combination. Only just beaten last start uh, with 60 kgs. Gets uh, gets in here with 55. I think it's going well enough to run a big race here and what's a very open race. And I had it just ahead of Kinlock yeah. um, as the main danger, so I chop out on it. So, but robusto for me. Beautiful. Um, Thirteen hundred meters. Millie Fox Stakes is next for the girls. Does Lady Laguna just look obvious? It looks obvious to me, and I've gone that way. Uh, went through this field looking for a danger. Struggled to find one. If anything, Vienna Princess could run well, but so Lady Laguna looks to have their measure for me. Yep, 
Uh, if you're looking for a trifecta, I'll throw Vienna Princess and Renaissance Woman in, both in the double figures. But I think Lady Laguna's uh, airborne. And when these girls stay in, uh, get informed, they just tend to stay there until you see otherwise. The eighth is the feature, the Group 2 Hobartville Stakes, 1,400 metres. Interesting race because we, we know them all fairly well now. Uh, who's on top? That is an interesting race. Uh, I got for Ducassi. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought that was a really good resumption there and I think um, it has uh, a bit of upside. Uh, that was a good little. That was a good little win there when it was um, favoured in the market. I like the step out to fourteen hundred now. Um, yeah, I thought that was a good win. I think it can draw. It's drawn nice enough here to get the right, right run in transit, and I think it can be really figuring in the finish. And uh, at an each way price, pretty keen on it um, to run a good race. Yeah, I like the, I like the kill it came back with. Uh, it um, is my main danger. I'm going to stick with Tom Kitten. That was a complete barrier trial first up, snagged out the back, worked home, came home to the fastest 200 of the of the race, and he got warmed up in that last 200. Nash, it's Nash's horse, Nash is back, he jumps on board, I think gate four will be closer, uh, and if it produces what it what we know it can, I think it can win. Uh, but as I've, as I've said, not overly thought of some of that old three-year-old stuff, so yeah, Ducassi. I had a look through all Gay's things, but I couldn't, couldn't really come up with anything to beat it. So, yeah, let's go with Tom to be back on track there. The ninth is a benchmark 94, 1,100-metre race. Good little 1,100-metre race. And once I finally got into this race, I decided this has more of a tail than it looks on paper at first blush. Uh, and I'm going to stick with Derry Grove, who was only was, was nosed out last time uh, coming back to Sydney. Before that, was very good at the Gold Coast. Nash jumps back on after Tommy sat very wide on it. And I'm going to say it's going to be very hard to beat again from Reynoso, who was very brave first up, rode the pace there, gets a – now with Brudenell coming out, should be able to find the 1-1. One, one. And around 11 bucks will make that the main danger. I think the two on pace is the only two hopes, which will be uh, Frilled and Red Card. And after that, I think you can avoid most of the rest. What are you thinking? Yeah, I think that's right. I've gone for um, Frilled. I think it can bounce back here. Uh, was in the finish there, had to come up the inside and only just missed there. I think it was still going pretty good on the line there. I think it'll be fitter from that. And I think the four gate here sets up nicely. I think it can uh, get another win on the board. So I've got it on top. 1,300 metre benchmark, 78 takes us home. Who are you finishing off the day in Sydney with? Yeah, it wasn't a race that I was overly keen on, to be honest. It was really hard to line these up. Um, I've ended up settling on uh, the resuming Kintyre. Just thought he could run well first up here. Um, run well in some group threes before, raced in some good company, wasn't far off them. Um, showed enough in the trial um, to suggest it's come back. Not that far off him. Two starts go, finished... Uh, a bit down the track, but racing group one, which Tom Kitten won and has run well in those. Uh, I hit it, had it on top, just looking for a bit of value in the last. No, fair. Uh, we've got to do a quaddie, don't we? First leg. I'm going to go four, Renaissance Woman. Six, Lady Laguna. Seven, Lecvate. Eight, Vienna Princess. Second leg, one, Tom Kitten. Two, NCAP. 
three Ducasse and a three Gunbare and five Ducasse. Third leg, two Derry Grove, four Red Card, seven Reynoso, eleven Frilled. And we'll come home with three high blue. Oh, I didn't even do my tips in the last. Uh, I was giving high blue C another chance. Uh, that'll run well. Three high blue C, uh, five star man, six Dakota Vroom, seven Rupertar, and 19 gently rolled. If you like beaver, throw Kinto in. Why not? Won't hurt anyone. Uh, about 30% for 100 bucks on that. Uh, what's happening? Where are we? Up north? Doomba. Best bets. Oh, yeah, do that too. I, I You're need, all over the shop. I need an afternoon nap. It's been a big day. You do. I did the lawn it's and best everything. Best bet for Beaver. Uh, yeah, go on. Do it. Race four, number two, straight charge. And my value bet comes up in race eight, number five, Ducassi. I went up and down this trying to find a best. Uh, I'm going to make it Tom Kitten. Race eight, number one. And my value, the couple of stayers, I know I didn't necessarily tip it on top, but I think they'll both run well in the fifth. Uh, three Calipore. Seven stroke of luck, both around 20 to 1, uh, are worth some thought. Yeah, Doombin, go. Yeah, Doombin, I had race three, number two, African Daisy, that will now start a uh, race up there. Thought it could be hard to beat. Race six, number two, Boom Talk. Yep. I think it's going to be super hard to beat. And then later in the day, uh, race nine, number 11, She's a Rogue. Beautiful. And just quickly, as mentioned earlier, Morfordville race eight, number 12, Miss Icelandic heads over the border. She's flying, can run the Quinella with Chicago Storm, uh, my old my old uh, friend there. Uh, that's it. Blue Diamond Stakes Day. Looking forward to seeing it all pan out. Thank you, Beaver. Thank you, sir. Subscribe, leave some comments, leave your best bets below. Uh, and we'll be back. We've got Rose Hill midweek this time, so we'll be back Tuesday night to get stuck into Rose Hill. Then next week we've got... Australian Guineas Day and the very elegant stakes coming up. So we're fully into the swing of autumn. All that to look forward to. Uh, subscribe on Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. And we'll chat soon. See you guys. No worries. <laughs>